Hey there. Welcome back to The Truth Somewhere. Do I have something in my hair? <laughs> oh, I, I can was, tell you were doing yard work I was today. doing yard work, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name's Corey, and this is Megan. Hi. What are we talking about? Well, normally we talk about conspiracy theories and other things in that vein, but I uh, distracted you because you had stuff in your hair. Hey there, welcome back to The Truth of Somewhere, a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> welcome back. We're, uh, we're going to be talking about the Queen of England a little bit today. Mm. Mm-hmm. Enter tea and crumpets? Enter tea and crumpets. Yeah. Like enter Sandman, but tea and crumpets. We're off to never, never land. That Sandman? Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, so I think this one's going to be short. Uh oh. But it is going to be entertaining. Short and entertaining. Mm-hmm. And it's only short because this was not my original intended subject. Oh. Short so. and entertaining. Can I make a sex life comment there or. Not for you. <laughs> make whatever joke you're going to uh, make. Make whatever joke you're going to make. Yeah. So? Okay. No, I mean, that um, was I mean, that was it. So the subject I originally picked is really big and deep and needed way more research, and it kind of funneled into this royal family thing, and so okay. I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to branch off and I'm going to do something a little bit different. But you can know that in the future you're going to have a much bigger, much more in-depth, interesting look at something else that's going to take me probably weeks to get through. Excellent. I like the sound Rather that. than uh, the the shorter things that... That's exciting. I do. It's exciting. But you can uh, enjoy this little morsel in the meantime. Ooh. Ooh. Like a little chicken nugget. Yeah. Chicken nugger. Made made with uh, pink paste. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> it's people. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> so first, I have to start by introducing a person. Okay. His name is Hubert Humdinger, but his name is spelt Humdinger. And the whole time I was writing this, I was like, ha ha ha, it's a real humdinger. Hello, Hubert. <laughs> Hubert Humdinger. Hum. Hum. Humdinger. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he may or may not exist. Mm. Yep. That's always my I favorite. I feel that's like about half of what we do. They may <laughs> or may not actually exist. Yeah. It's my favorite part. Um... I personally really lean towards the idea that he doesn't exist, but the conspiracy doesn't exist without him. So, for today's purposes, he exists. Is he sir? I mean, we're talking about the queen. No, he's no. not a sir. No, that's... Absolutely not. No. Well, I mean, the validity is just, it's falling, <laughs> seeping through the cracks. If he yeah. was a sir. Then there would have been, like, actual records of yeah. him existing. Yeah, right? But there were not. Sir Humdinger! It's Humdinger. <laughs> Which doesn't sound much better. Um, So Humdinger is allegedly a philosopher that wrote 367 books about cultural phenomena and disinformation found in the worlds of psychology, science, politics, and sociology. Wait, are these actually books? Well, if you go hunting for a Humdinger book, you likely won't find one. Okay. Because the State Department decided that the First Amendment didn't apply to ideas so frighteningly creative and orchestrated the destruction of all of Humdinger's books in 1971. What? Like, that actually possibly happened. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you got really, like, excited, like, whoa, that's a crazy government conspiracy, but it's like... Humdinger probably never existed, and they so just they... made up this story. It'll be like, this is why you can't find his books. Okay, because yeah. the government. Government. 
the government doctor. Oh yeah, you gotta say it in a in a cockney. <laughs> the government. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he fled to a supposedly undisclosed location in northern Europe, where he has lived since. Mm-hmm. And he apparently doesn't even know how old he is, but his best guess as of 2013 was between 90 and 140 years old. That's a good guess. That's, that's a very wide range. St- statistically speaking, there's a good chance that he's between that age range. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the reason we need to know about Hubert Humdinger. So is this a real person? No, I told you I don't think he exists. Okay, well then how can he have a guess on his age? Well, so there is this website that I was reading, and this website purports the guy who runs this website is a journalist, and he claims to talk with Humdinger. Oh. I'll get in more into that website later. So it's like Peter Parker, how he's like, yeah, Spider-Man's my best friend. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Except yeah. where in this instance, Spider-Man doesn't actually exist. Yes. That's okay. exactly it. Uh, or Spider-Man or may, might exist. He may actually exist. Uh, well, if you look in the corners, there's there's spider webs there. Yeah, exactly. Um... So Hubert Humdinger fathered the theory we're talking about today. So I kind of have, like, I have intersecting theories. Okay. Because honestly, I wasn't really going to talk about Humdinger, but then the more I read about this, I was like, this is a theory all on its own. But he, so he fathered the theory that I originally picked to talk about. So we're going to jump into that one. Mm-hmm. Um, He supposedly attended a dinner with the Queen of England in the late 60s or early 70s, and he described Queen Elizabeth as, quote, violently vibrant, end quote, and, quote, packed with more energy than the sun, end quote. Oh. And he also supposedly wrote an article in We Royalty magazine in 1973, in which he claimed that Queen Elizabeth was getting her sun-like energy from people. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he said, quote, she must eat human flesh to be so vivacious. <laughs> there is an immense amount of spiritual energy in human muscle, end quote. I, I was shocked by that because I was like, oh, just being around people, it emanates like... <laughs> like the, photosynthesis? Yeah, no, no, well, we, you know how we get vitamin yeah. D. That's what I was thinking, you know, like our body processes the sunlight and creates vitamin D from it. It's in our skin. So I was like, oh... That's that's what's happening. She he was making a comment about how you know she's she healthier and she loves people because she's just around people. Nope, she eats them. <laughs> yep. So I was like, oh, I was not ready for that. Not ready yeah. for that at all. Yep. Okay. You heard it here. The queen's a cannibal. Mm-hmm. Um. He goes on to hint that the royal family had been engaging in satanic rituals for years. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. And in 2012, a serviceman was granted access to Windsor Castle to work on some electrical issues in one of the kitchens. And he reportedly found faulty wiring behind a refrigerator, at which point he opened the freezer to make sure it was getting the power it needed to keep things cold. And he quickly called for the three guards to come in and look at the freezer as well. Okay. And the serviceman pulled out a forearm, part of a leg, part of a torso, and supposedly a few other parts the guards didn't want to disclose. I mean, you've already disclosed all that. Well, I would imagine that it's like a face or maybe genitals. Genitalia, yeah. Uh, So in response to this revelation, Humdinger said, I've always been right. Everything I've ever said has been right on the mark, (laughs) in the whole, beside the divine, however you want to say it. 
He also clarified what he meant about human flesh containing more energy. Quote, it's not about nutrition or vitamins and minerals. Eating humans is about power and glory. It's a spiritual boon, but it's twisted and should be forbidden. End uh, quote. Okay, so he's saying, so he clarified later to say that the queen is eating human flesh because she's the queen and she's powerful. And it's giving her some sort of spiritual power. Yeah, sure. Okay. To make yeah, her, like, she's old as hell and like still mm-hmm. kicking, right? Was the idea. Okay. And the, he was saying that out about her in the 60s and 70s and she's still kicking. Well, okay. So there you go. Um, Probably not for much longer. So that's, I mean, that's human flesh. mostly the extent of that that theory, like, oh. that little bit of it. I'm, like, I got so interested in Hubert Humdinger that I was like, fuck the queen and her cannibal ways. I want to read about Hubert Humdinger. <laughs> Let's find out more about <laughs> about Mr. Humdinger. Uh, so, um, I want to talk about why I think he doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, when you do a cursory Google search for his name, it shows you page after page after page of conspiracy websites or listicles. Mm-hmm. So I traced it back through link clicks to a website called Dear Dirty America. And under the About section of this website, the main author and owner of the blog, Adam Lupke, says that he started it because Yahoo Voices didn't like his kind of satire. Oh. Which obviously leads me to believe that the whole website is a satirical website, but then he goes on to say that the news slash politics section has posts that vary from commentary to objective journalism. But he doesn't say what does. And so if it's objective journalism, it's obviously not satire. And the article about the serviceman was published under the section called Dear Dirty America, which Lupke says is a section for strictly subjective articles. So that leads me, but leads me to believe that that section is satire. Okay. Um. So, like... The difficult part is that Dear Dirty America isn't immediately presented as satire. Like, I had to dig to find out that he was like, oh, it's parts of it are satire. And then he's not clear on which parts are satire and which parts are actual journalism. Yeah, I'm sure he does that on purpose. So I'm left making assumptions he's about... manipulative. Yeah. It yeah, is. about I, the whole thing. I'm making assumptions about which parts are satire and which parts aren't. Yeah, well, um, when you leave something up for assumption, that's... I mean, that is literally what you have to do. Otherwise, you just assume that the whole thing is not satire. Yeah. But the, so Lupke claims to have met Hubert Humdinger when he was a kid and had like become pen pals with the guy. Mm -hmm. And so he talks with him back and forth all the time, which is how we have all these quotes about Hubert Humdinger. But like when I did more research to try to even find the article from We Royalty in 1973, it doesn't exist. Like it's cited a whole bunch in all of these different conspiracy websites, but like, it doesn't exist. And nothing, I can't find anything on Hubert Humdinger outside of conspiracy websites that all feed into each other. Okay. And the originating website, as far as I could find, was Dear Dirty America. Interesting. So, the, I doubt the Queen has made any sort of comment about this. No. No, no. she's not like, I don't remember that yeah. from the 60s. I've been eating human flesh in private for... I mean, that, that never happened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not that like... never happened. It's not out of the realm that a royal could be eating 
flesh or bathing in blood, right? I mean, if you go back in history, I mean, it, you, it's have, happened. you have Vlad yeah. the Impaler, you have um, Elizabeth, Bathory. Elizabeth Bathory. That's I was like, her name's Elizabeth, but what was her? Mm. You have these historical references to royal families doing that. And Elizabeth Bathory is actually English, wasn't she? I think so. I'm not 100% positive. But Elizabeth is a very English name, so I know that I, I know Vlad the Impaler was not, obviously. but No, Hungarian. Um, was Romanian. it Hungarian? Romanian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I think. So that's kind of one of those things where, why people are willing to take this idea and run with it. Right. And it's one, the... she's really old and she's still, like, kicking. So people mm. are like... What is it? And how old like, is good she? Jeans? I don't know how Be- old she is. Between ninety and one hundred and forty. Yes, yeah. that's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> that's exactly Odds how are old good. She is. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then there's there are all sorts of conspiracies about the royal family. I was watching a Netflix documentary the other day that was like dropping bombs left and right about the royal family, and I was like, oh god, come on, this is just ridiculous. Like it's so much. Dropping bombs. Like, just revelation after revelation of, like, all these conspiracies about the world. Was it saying, family. like, it was real? Yeah. Like, what? I, I, I'm i gonna save it for an episode. Oh. But, we got a whole new episode on the royal family yes, coming. I really just wanted to talk about Hubert Humptinger and the queen being a cannibal. Um, I don't think... If there were merit to the idea that the royal family eats people... Uh-huh. I don't think that that would explain seemingly healthy, prolonged life because it's scientifically proven that humans get like mad cow disease, essentially. We get mad human disease, right? Yeah. From eating human. And she obviously doesn't display any of those issues, Mm -hmm. nor does anyone else in the, the royal family. Yeah, but the royal family can trace its bloodline directly back to like descendants of God, something like that. I don't remember. There's some cheesy thing about like yeah. the royal. Do you blood. do you think it's like that they're so incestuous that the bad human disease doesn't impact them anymore? I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there is some sort of um, uh, genetic um, evolution. They've just been eating flesh for so long that that, like, that their bodies have gotten used to it, right? That, like, the newer generations are born with the uh-huh. ability to eat human flesh and not get right. sicknesses I mean, from it. I mean, there's a reason why uh, people stopped being lactose intolerant. Fair. Right? You're and right. started being lactose tolerant. Yeah. Be- and apparently, what I've read about that is it didn't take long at all. Like, they, they believe now, looking back at, um, like, taking genetic code from uh, samples from, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Uh, probably more like thousands of years ago, truthfully, tens at best, uh, that it only took a, a couple of generations mm-hmm. for our bodies to start uh, to adapt to it. And there's something to talk about epigenetics and how that could have come into play with it, but I don't think that has any, uh, that doesn't really have any merit in the episode that yeah. we're talking about right now where I'm well, epigenetics cause you're done, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I see your point. Like, the logic says, like, because even um, lactose tolerance is very mm-hmm. European. Like, it was very Euro- European central. And why can't uh, eating human flesh be very European? Or why can't, like, <laughs> but I see your point is, like, if if we could 
evolve uh-huh. to be lactose tolerant, specifically from a geographic location, because that is the only place where cow milk was being consumed, consumed. Uh-huh. then why could not the same thing happen but with human flesh? Right. I mean, it. So it's, I mean, it's logical. Not, I know. I know that there is, like, there is. I think it's bacterial. It might be a viral indication that that someone has eaten human flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how it happens. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if there's a time frame that it takes for bacteria to start growing before you eat it. I have no idea. I've never read anything about it. I just know that uh people can start to go a little crazy mm-hmm. after eating it and then there there is a viral or bacterial reason for that but i mean you can become immune to things mm-hmm. and the body is designed to fight and become immune to things and maybe it doesn't happen in a generation but after a mutation here or a mutation there and uh things can change and again Talking about epigenetics, there's reason to believe that our bodies have a little bit more control over our evolution than we once thought. Yeah. So, uh, the queen could possibly be resistant to that. Fair. Though I would say that that strain is probably out and about somewhere as well. Mm-hmm. Um, from generations previous. Well, with you gotta the... think there's like... There are small tribes of cannibals right. that and don't they... seem to have the same problems, right? They don't, don't seem to don't be know. bad human diseases. I don't know if it makes people go entirely crazy. That's what I'm saying. I have no idea. I know that it's like supposedly like they get the shakes really bad. I mean, she's an old lady. She probably just has the and shakes anyways. Honestly, though, like the entirety of what I know about hu- mad human disease comes from zombie movies and like hmm. people getting desperate and having to eat other humans. <laughs> So oh, I, don't I don't really, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Uh, I would like to go back and talk about that service man a little bit, the one who supposedly found body parts in the queen's freezer. Oh, there's more to talk about that, huh? Well, it was just I didn't write this down, but I was I was thinking about it as we were talking, and um, <laughs> some articles said that the guy turned up dead. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Which it's a, is a logical, yeah. it's a logical leap, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh no, somebody discovered that the queen's eating meat, human meat, human meat. not just meat, me meat. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sing, <laughs> you gotta sing human meat the way you sang meat right there. Human meat. <laughs> oh no! And then just conveniently, the guy dies. Right? Oh shucks, oh, howdy. Because the royal family is so well-connected and can just hunt you down. Which I'm, I'm sure that is actually true. But um, Oh, yeah. And then there were other articles who literally didn't say anything at all about, like, what happened to that guy. It was just like, this is what happened, and then there were three guards on top of that. I'm like, what happened to those guards? And did they actually, like, back up what the guy said? I don't know, maybe they became part of, like, the Secret Service. Or maybe they got eaten. Edited. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they became the queen's uh, next snack. meal. Ma- yeah, maybe they, went, maybe they went into the uh, royal <laughs> freezer. Whoa. I was just thinking when I said snack that she picks men who are really, really attractive to be the guard. And she's like, ooh, that one's a snack. And that one's a snack. And maybe that's what she just... She, lo- she, looks at, she looks at people and she's like, mm, he's a little morsel. Yeah. <laughs> And the guards are like, we know, we're going to get him. <laughs> He's the next one going in the freezer. Oh, man. And she's like, mm-mm, never frozen. A little snacky snack. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, always fresh, always never fr- frozen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where are redheads from? <laughs> Ireland? Uh, yeah, Scotland. Usually. Yeah. Mm. English territory. <laughs> Was Subway invented in, in England? Eat fresh. I don't no, no, I don't think so. I don't or, think I mean, Wendy's Burger King either. have it your way. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's the whole the whole host of fast food. <laughs> it just works out so well for mm-hmm. this. Soylent green burgers. Mm, Soylent green, it's people. That was the, that was why I said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Okay. So the last thing that I want to round out is that I'm laughing really hard about this. You're laughing really hard about this. I imagine there are people in their cars driving to work laughing about this because it's fucking ridiculous. And as much as I would like to be like, oh, well, I dug a little bit and I found that this website is satirically based, except for maybe some things aren't satire. And there's no way on earth that anybody could believe this. But I'm wrong. And there were nine comments on the article about the queen being a cannibal from Dear Dirty America. And all of them believed it and expressed concern about how sick the royal family are. Or they they also brought up the fact that other leaders um, historically had eaten flesh mm-hmm. or bathed in blood or things like that. Um, so it was just, it's, this is a common moment for me where I'm like, there is no way people believe this. And then I see real people commenting on an article and they do believe this stuff. And I am just like, well, yeah. Oh, I mean, thank goodness they believe it, because we wouldn't have a podcast without it, but at the same time, I'm like, what? Well, right, but I don't think it's even... This is one of those conspiracies that I don't think it's that crazy to believe. I think that it's a little... It's out there, for 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 sure. I it's don't not think like it's, aliens or ghosts or, like... I don't think it's that crazy to think that there is some hidden royal family tradition... Maybe she's not eating human flesh every day, but maybe there's something that we don't know where sure. once once a year they have some crazy, I want to say backwater, but like front blood, water. <laughs> blood wit ritual. Right. Or... And it just, the thing is, is power goes to people's heads. Mm-hmm. And if they fear that they're going to lose power or they fear that things aren't going to go the way they want, they'll start reaching into any means they can, right? And if you already have every means in the world and those aren't working for you, you start believing in other things and doing other things. Sure. Right? And they might be a really superstitious family. I don't know. Maybe I, they... I don't know, but I'm all I'm saying is that while I certainly don't believe it, and mm-hmm. I do definitely think it's quite a humdinger, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's so outlandish to even just kind of like, like for me to say... Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, no, and I, I totally agree because there were there were moments when I was like I was reading it and I was like, well, it's really not that outlandish because there are historical references of people doing something similar mm-hmm. in royal lines. That does make sense. But at the same time, I'm like, what doesn't make sense is one, Hubert Humdinger doesn't fucking exist. Right. And two, this serviceman I'm pretty sure also did not fucking exist. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't think it's any crazier than thinking Trump had pee-pee parties. I truly don't. No, I think I think you're right. I think that, that that's a conspiracy in and of itself as well. Right, and I think that that's entirely possible. That he, and they're plausible conspiracies. That he went, which yeah. I think might be what's more disturbing about them to me, maybe, is the fact that, like, 
I can look at it and go, well, that's a little out there, but it's not, like, things that don't exist. Like, there are cannibals in the world. That is a thing that happens. And when you are so entrenched in the power structure of a monarchy... You can do whatever you want. Yeah, it's I know not, they're it's not really a monarchy. monarchy. Not, I know that she's yeah. a figurehead. Right. I get that. But when you are when you are so entrenched in the power structure of a country that has been around for right, whew, and think about it, hundreds upon hundreds if, upon hundreds upon thousands of years. I mean, if any, uh, if any other like political figurehead or any governmental source found out that she and her family were cannibals, do you really think that would come out? No. No. I don't think it would. I think the entire world would work to hide it, which, again, comes to, <laughs> It's that global conspiracy thing where every time we talk about it, I'm like, really? Everybody just, like... But it's... How easy is it for a government to be like, oh, no, that's just a fringe crazy person right, when it, somebody does try to whistleblow? How so, easy is it for the world governments to come together and I think, say, like, I think no, no. for something like this, that's possible. <laughs> and the reason I say that, it's not that they're trying to hide it, but imagine if right now our president was to come out and say... The queen is a cannibal. Who would believe him? No one. That's not true. Well, some people Because there are people that believe anything that's told to them. Yeah. But he's not, like, people aren't going to believe him. People would really be concerned about (laughs) his fitness for presidency at that point. Like, any president that came out and said, oh, the queen's a cannibal, people would be like, this guy's nuts and And he's not fit to be president. And if the leaders of Iran came out and said that? People would be like, why would you believe him? Yeah. What, what's he going, what's he trying to do? And only, only his followers. Yeah. Only his allies would believe him at best. And everyone else would say, no, it's that's It's something ridiculous. that would be really easy to cover up because that's nobody is going to want right. to believe it. Right. So even if they did know, this would be the kind of thing where no one's going to say anything about yeah. it. Even the higher, the higher ups aren't going to say anything about it because it's not going to go anywhere and it's going to make them look crazy. Yeah. It's not the same. And the lower down aren't going to say anything. Because they're just going to look like a Hubert uh, Humdinger. It's not the same level of global conspiracy as, like, Flat Earth, Uh where it's like, the entire world is working together to hide this from you, where it's more like, well, nobody's going to believe it if it comes out, so we just don't say anything. That's the difference. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think that this is, this is plausible. It is plausible. You're right. I think it's unlikely. I I think it just, like... I still find it so shocking when people so readily believe things like this. Right. Because it took me, you know, 30 minutes of clicking around to go like, I don't think Hubert Humdinger exists. Sure, but most people aren't dedicated to 30 minutes of research on a topic that, you know, already jives with them. Sure. Yeah, it's got to fit your worldview. That's something my boss says all the time. I guess I fit their worldview. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if it fits your worldview, you're more likely to take it and run with it. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. It is true, especially the older you get. Yeah. Yeah. I have one last thing I want to leave you with. Oh, boy. In case you guys are interested. The guy that runs Dear Dirty America wrote a book called Hubert Humdinger, Exiled and Loving It. And it's supposedly a series of essays written by Humdinger himself. Oh, boy. You can find it on Amazon. Oh, man. People are just doing whatever they can to get money. I know. Hey, you know what? If you can write a book. More power to you. That's a hustle. Yeah. Hey, get it. Get it. Okay. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TTIS Podcast. You can find our Facebook group. Uh, just look for a TTIS Podcast group on Facebook where mm-hmm. you can talk with me and Corey. Um, if you like what we're doing, hop on over to iTunes and leave a 
positive review. I like reading the positive ones. I don't like reading the negative ones. Well, they make true. me sad. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else is uh, there? We have merch. Oh, yeah. If you really like what we're doing, you can jump on over to Patreon. That's true. And you can... Uh, hey, w- hey, Matt. Welcome to the Patreon team. Yeah, Matt. By the hey. way. Hey. Um... So you can you can get yourself some merch, you can get yourself some bonus content. Uh, there's a Discord chat that you can be a part of over there. Mm-hmm. That's all good stuff. So jump over there. You can get yourself some merch if you just want to buy merch at thetruthisomewhere.threadless.com. I heard tell that they have added leggings recently. So ladies, I'm going to be on there trying to figure out how to make some stuff work on leggings because that's where I'm at. Fellas, too. You can wear leggings. Yeah, if you want to wear leggings, that's cool. I mean, you can be up in the gym. Leggings, a plaid shirt, a bun, some big glasses. There you go. Right? Yes, queen! Yes! Um, Can you tell that we've been watching (laughs) Queer Eye a lot lately? Jonathan makes my heart smile. (laughs) Um... If you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at the truth is somewhere podcast at gmail.com. Find all of the show notes and links to all of the interesting things if you want to go do some digging of your own at the truth is somewhere.com. And that is what I've got for you today, you guys. The truth is somewhere. Keep looking. Yeah. <laughs>